What is up, ladies and gentlemen? That definitely sounds. You're gonna hurt yourself. But I'm so crystal clear because of our new microphones, which we apologize deeply for <laughs> missing a week, but we had to set up some things. Yeah, yeah. So um, last week we we recorded the entire episode, and Reese, like a, a silly goose, did not save the file before um, shutting down the computer. And we opened up the file again, and it was completely corrupted. So <laughs> it, it really that's it, what it sounded it like. It sounded so bad. Like I worked on it for forever. Well, part just of our problem is get something. We got new equipment, which yeah, is awesome. So yeah, hopefully the, you can tell the difference. There is there is new equipment. Well, we spent so. like what three hours trying to set up the new equipment. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> so and we're we're even we're using part of our new equipment. So we've got new microphones, Sure SM7Bs, which are great microphones. Woo. And we're trying a new interface, a new uh, a soundboard. But my computer is just not linking up to soundboard. So sorry to everyone who was expecting an episode last week. I do apologize. And last week was going to be great because it was it was going to be the episode basically debut was on my birthday so you know that was just going to be awesome yeah because it was releasing on too late no longer your birthday, birthday. Yeah, you I don't know. get your picks no, no no longer my birthday um but i will say thank you to everyone who is a process of elimination listener uh we are you at eliminators six, yeah you eliminators we're at 641 all-time downloads Woo. and what's exciting is that we've had five people from the united kingdom three people from germany two from australia i might one from canada chile uh, chechnya france india and South Africa. So we have 10 total countries listening to Process of Elimination. I still want to I want to find out how good the chili is in Chile. Yeah, let's not go there. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, as always, if you have a question or if you want to talk to us, uh, send us an email at eliminationpod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter or Instagram. Again, eliminationpod is our handle. So I don't know if you could tell by uh, the theme music bah, bah, that Tanner bah, is uh, bah, bah. blowing into our new microphones, um, but there's also, you know, uh, a, an episode title, so I kind of realized that. <laughs> uh, so, oh, he's just hurting himself. I, I, I will remind you, I do have full control over your microphone volume, and I can just turn you off. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying anymore. Oh, Tanner. All right, sorry. I was just about to reach over hey, and turn you off. It, we were in a, in the Anakin romantic scene. Uh, you can't stop <laughs> the, the cringe. <laughs> so, so much cringe. So much cringe. So much cringe. Which so, we'll get to. What was I going? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was, introducing I was, no, no, the no, 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 no. I was telling you, it occurred to me like two weeks ago that all this build up to like, do you know what the episode is? Like, it doesn't matter because there's a title. Yeah, for, we put it right in the title. The episode. But in so, our listener's defense, they may not look at the title. So you know, there you go. That, that's true. Sometimes I don't look at titles of podcasts I listen to. So today's episode is <laughs> top Star Wars films. Woo! With one We've been little, building up to this for so long. There's one little asterisk that we'll get to in just a minute. But top Star Wars films, and we have 12 films that, that we are going to share with you today, discuss, and through the process of elimination, narrow it down to the top Star Wars movie of all time. And you may think to yourself, hmm, isn't there only 11 live-action Star Wars films? You'd be right. 
and you would be dead wrong because the Mandalorian <laughs> counts because it is amazing. Yeah, so That's we're, our we're we're sneaking the Mandalorian in because it is it's the first live action TV show and it is shot at cinema quality. Like so, so the production value I think puts it up there. And it's as just far as, it should be. It's, it's it good. is in it's really good. It is in the so, list. Without further ado, we are going to introduce the list. List. The list. The list. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to introduce this list in chronological order. So not in publication order or not in any sort of other order other than this is the order that George Lucas-ish uh, decided that the, these yeah. cinema endeavors were going to be released. Yes, sir. So number one is The Phantom Menace. Number two, The Attack of the Clones. Number three, Revenge of the Sith. Number four, Solo. Solo. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Well, Solo colon a Star Wars story. A Star Wars story. Yeah. Uh, five, Rogue One. Six, Star Wars, otherwise commonly known as A New Hope, but yep. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. That's what it was released as. Uh, number seven, Empire Strikes Back. Number eight, Return of the Jedi. Number nine, The Mandalorian. Quick side note, I got the vinyl record of the soundtrack so for The Mandalorian on Saturday. Ugh, I'm so jealous. Ah, oh, it's a picture disc, so it's got Mando's head, you know, Din Djarin's head in his helmet right there. Uh, it's so Dude, good. I found a... A, it's a recording of the Mandalorian theme, but it's all electric guitars. It's pretty good. It's so it's pretty good. good. It's so good. I all right. It. After all the Mandalorian, right. in number 10, we have The Force Awakens. So the first of the new trilogy. Yes. Then 11, we've got The Last Jedi. And 12th, we have The Rise of Skywalker. Another early Black Friday find. I found The Rise of Skywalker in 4K with Blu-ray and digital for $7. It's just a steal. You know why it they is. did that for you? Because they know you already own Disney Plus and can watch it in 4K anytime you want to. You know, that is true. Okay, <laughs> so there's the list. Um, so let's hit a few disclaimers. Uh, first one, as always. Reese, you have to drop the disclaimers uh, button. Please don't yell into the microphones. All right, Very I nice and new. We'll let the disclaimers drop. Reese, Here you, you have go. To, no, be quiet. Do it again. Disclaimers. There. Are you happy now? No, I'm not. Do it one more time. No. <laughs> Everybody sing it with me. Disclaimers. Wow, that was really bad. Yep, uh, disclaimer was. number one. Uh, we have to have seen all of them. But oh, wait. We, we have. have. <laughs> Multiple times. None of our listeners had any idea yeah, that no, we've seen no all the Star Wars knew. movies. Maybe we should just start a Star Wars podcast. Dude, it would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. It would be fun. But we don't know enough about Star Wars to do that. See, we know we know so much, <laughs> yet we don't even stand a chance no, compared to true. some people out there. Uh, disclaimer number two. Look, we already mentioned this, but Mandalorian does fall into this, even though it's technically not in the cinematic universe, if you will, of Star Wars. It is right it, there. It is a live action TV show, which since there's only one, we can't do like a... A, a live action TV show TV show section. Now we did. We were sad because we couldn't do Rebels and no, the Clone we, Wars. We were sad because we didn't couldn't do the Clone Wars. We weren't necessarily sad because of Rebels. Okay, well, we we neither of us have finished the Clone Wars. So I, I've, or the I've been through Clone Wars once. Oh, you have? Oh, yeah. I didn't think of it. I'm still working I'm my way through. Watching it. I'm I'm working my way through. Um. So yeah. 
So that's the second disclaimer. Uh, third disclaimer is we're going, it's very biased, as always, of course. We're pretty biased. We're going to try and to evaluate these based off of critical claim as well as audience. As well uh, as just how much we like them. Yeah, and how much we like them uh, and just the overall quality of the experience itself. Yes. Any other disclaimers? No, but I think you should drop it just because you owe it. Nope, not doing it. So right. that gets into the process of elimination. Begin ding, ding. the battle. Ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Let's kick the... Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Let's kick the bottom two off just so we can get to everyone else. All right. Does that sound okay to you? I'm down. Okay. Solo, you're leaving us. Um, Last Jedi, you're joining it. uh, You know, Solo and The Last Jedi, the premises, premises, the premises were, were all right. Like Solo, I I was kind of interested in, in hearing like about Solo, but you know, the way they did it just wasn't good. Like, no. If I remember right, they hired the directors for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs to make Solo. Or is that was that Rogue One? I actually don't uh, remember. It's one of the two. Yeah. So, like, and then they, they rushed it by, like, six or seven months, like, trying to push it through early. And, yeah, it just, it was it was not good. The The storyline wasn't great. The actors weren't great. The guy that played Han Solo just... He just, he didn't even look or act like I mean, Han Solo. Every now and again, he kind of had uh, a facial expression, but, like, no. Oh, come on. It is... Uh. It's Harrison Ford. Like, yeah, there are people that can play Harrison Ford, like do Harrison f- Ford in first. Yes, but you have to give him his justice. Like, at least attempt trying to replicate Harrison Ford. Don't yeah. even just try and put somebody brand new in there. Kathleen Kennedy, I'll throw that name out there, and Disney messed up when they tried to make a story that the fans didn't want. Do you know how many Star Wars stories are out there that the oh, fans so actually want? Obi-Wan, I cannot uh, wait for yeah. the Disney Plus Hashtag Obi-Wan series. COVID has just delayed it so much, though. I know. Uh, Ewan McGregor has said it is still happening. It's still going. It's just, you know, yes. it's not yet. So those are all the reasons why Solo, unfortunately, is at the bottom it, here. It had its, it, it's still, like... There it's was a Star Wars movie. Parts. There's still fun like, parts. You still Woody have your Star Wars. Woody Harrelson. Yes, is Woody Harrelson is amazing. The chick from Game of Thrones, uh, Emily Clark. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. She's pretty good. She's know. a good actress. But at the same time, like they, I don't know. They're just, yeah. Yeah. So there's Solo. Solo's out. Number twelve. Sorry about that. Um, and then Rise or the Last Jedi, not Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Is so around. actually, I do want to have this conversation though. Yeah. So most of fan. Or not, not fan. Most of movie critics would say that the Attack of the Clones is typically the last ranked movie. The what? Oh, the Attack of the Clones. Yeah. So yeah. why is the last? And I, I personally think Attack of the Clones is actually a couple spots up. But as far as us versus the critics, why is the Last Jedi a worse movie than the Attack of the Clones, or even the Phantom Menace, which is another one that a lot of movie critics dislike? Yeah, so so with the Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, I think there was a lot of weight that was put on these movies. And if you think about it, the early, the late 90s, early 2000s was a renaissance in film, and they were wanting a lot of, I don't know, they were, they were wanting a lot of things out of Hollywood that Star Wars just wasn't exactly wanting to give. And uh, I think maybe George Lucas had too much liberty and freedom in making these movies. Maybe just a little bit. Maybe. Um, I, I think there definitely could have been someone that could have come in beside it and like said, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. Let's Dan try and Filoni? refocus that. 
because um, the dude is a genius. Yeah, he, uh, so Filoni has, has done a great job. Um, so the reason why I think Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones are are better here is because they were undeniably Star Wars movies. Yes, that cannot be said of the Last Jedi. There were Jedi's. There was the Force. There were lightsabers in the Last Jedi, but nothing about the progression of the story and the narrative aligned at all with Star Wars films. Well, and this and is why a lot of people who weren't fans of Star Wars loved The Last Jedi yeah. because it wasn't a Star Wars film. But, no. but we were evaluating Star Wars yes. films. It wasn't meant it was meant to cater to the audience that isn't normally a Star Wars fan. And honestly, and that was the biggest f- critic of so of a movie that we'll talk about quite a bit later with The Rise of Skywalker, there is so much fan Fan service. Fandom. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I it think was the opposite. You know, it, yeah, it might have swung swung too far because The Last Jedi swung so far one direction they were trying to compensate. Yes. I, and he, I think, really, for me, the biggest reason why I think Last Jedi is where it is is because Ryan Johnson did not take. Uh, they, he took barely anything from J.J. Uh, yes. Abrams' script and he just kind of did his own thing. Yes. They did and, not. They think yeah, through they didn't things before they made the movies, which is so frustrating. Either J.J. Abrams should have done all three, or Ryan Johnson should have done all three, or there should have been three directors that each each one and, did something else. But they or all collaborated together, yes, like like I the agree. Avengers. Like so, they have one overarching producer. Like it could have been like the um, Mandalorian. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Which we'll John talk about Favreau later. is. Yeah. So okay, we've talked about this enough. Yes. Uh, Last Jedi. Sorry, you are in eleventh place. Solo, you're in twelfth. You have been eliminated. Eliminated. Yep. Okay. So what does that? So we've got ten left. Okay. So let's bring up the other two. That's kind of the critic bottom, and then let's bring up one more. So we uh, also here we've got we've got the Phantom Menace. We've got the Attack of the Clones. And what would you throw in there with those two? The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones. Um. Oh. You know, uh, this is really, really hard. Um, I know you love Revenge of the Sith, and I, I don't, I just, I don't have as much connection yes, with I don't, Revenge of the Sith. I don't want to kick it out yet. Okay, I, I didn't think so, but what do you think about The Force Awakens here? In in regards uh, to this, in regards to this kind of bottom yeah, maybe. six? I don't know. Ah, it's so hard. Yeah, I would probably put... Man, so, so what are we know. looking at? So, so we're looking at the Phantom Menace. We're looking Let's at just Attack do those two. And what do you think about those two? The Phantom Menace and the Attack of the Clones. I really enjoy both of them, um, even though they both have their slow moments. They both have their <laughs> dull moments. They're not yeah. the best movies, and they're super cringeworthy. But they do take a lot of Star Wars story and give you a lot of juice, and they are saved by some saving grace moments. And uh, okay, so some of the greatest moments in the entire Star Wars universe <laughs> are in these two movies. That's true. I mean, the the duel of fates alone makes the Phantom Menace go above the attack of Clo- attack of the really Clones. even with even with the Battle of Geonosis. The Battle of Geonosis was epic. It, it was awesome, and and that that was really really cool. But I like the Phantom Menace better, mainly because it was the first Star Wars movie I saw. On theaters, it, it came out. You know, in when I, I was a really it, little kid, it was, it's actually it one was, of the first movies I remember was, seeing in theaters. Period. It was my gateway. Phantom Menace was my was gateway. Gateway drug. It was, it was gateway to the <laughs> Star Wars, the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Phantom Menace was Reese's marijuana. Yeah, right. that was it. Um, but when and okay, I'll, I'll sorry. I'll, I was also going to say I I love um, talking about like just cinematic Im- impact that movies had, and the Phantom Menace was the very first movie that had a completely digital character. 
like Jar Jar Binks, love him or hate him, was completely digital. And that fundamentally changed how movies were made. Yeah. And uh, had a substantial difference. So call me a sap. But part of me really likes. Okay. So, and my wife knows this about me and will make fun of me, but at the same time, she appreciates it because it means I will watch movies with her that she wants me to watch with her. I actually don't hate the whole like romantic love thing of <laughs> of Attack of the Clones. Yeah. I think it's kind of fun. It adds a lot of storylines. It's very important it to the story. Add. I think it could have been written a little drama that none been, of the other movies have. It could have been written a little bit yes. differently. It but, would be much yeah. better. <laughs> okay, so it actually, it would be much better if Hayden Christensen wasn't such a creep. Well, he was playing the character that was written for him. Yes, like they, they but. that's how the character was written, and it's just unfortunate that that that's how he was portrayed. So I, I you know, I think maybe a different actor or different writing for the character of Anakin yeah. would have made a big difference. I agree. Um, so yeah, and maybe taking out a few lines like, "I hate sand; it's coarse and rough and gets everywhere." It's a rough like one. That. Yeah. Okay, so the Phantom Menace is in ninth place. Attack of the Clones is in tenth. Last Jedi. <coughs> Sorry, dying. <laughs> I got you. All right, Last Jedi is in 11th, and Solo is in 12th. You ever just forget how to breathe sometime? Every once in a while. Your body just freaks out? Use the Gosh. force, Reese. Yeah, okay. So that leaves us with, in chronological order, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Mandalorian, Force Awakens, and Rise of Skywalker. We've got okay. eight spots left, and we brought up Force Awakens in, in the last discussion, so I think that one might... Okay, let's have here, this but... let's have this discussion right okay. now then. Force Awakens versus Rise of Skywalker. Which one takes the cake? Man. Um I think Force Awakens if I can give you my opinion on the two. It. Yeah. I actually think they're very close. Honestly for me, I think they're almost even. Um I think The Force Awakens is maybe a little bit better of a movie where The Rise of Skywalker just gives you the triumphant ending and it gives you so For much fan part. service that For if you're a Star Wars part. fan, you just you can't help but love it the first time you saw it. Yeah, it, but when you go back and rewatch it, I don't know if it's as rewatchable as The Force Awakens. Yeah, so I think I think The Rise of Skywalker was doing too much. If, well, it had to correct for the freaking last Jedi. I know, I know, and and, and that's why I I think for what it was did a great job. I really I think I think it did a great job, but it tried to do so much, and The Force Awakens was good. I did enjoy The Force Awakens. I like Ray's character. Yes. I love Finn and Poe and Ray. BB-8. Like, yes. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, BB-8's great. Ray and Kylo Ren are ah, two yeah. of the better characters in the Star Wars universe. I really like both of them. Finn, yeah. I, I'm then, fine with Finn. And then, and then Kylo you got to ruin it with Rose. Well, we'll talk about Goodbye, Rose, Rose later. Right. Um, Rose is already gone. Um, so I <laughs> want to throw I want to throw a third movie in here, and you see what, what I've put up. I, I'm I think Rogue One can can sit in here in this kind of in this next little yeah. path of three. So we got Rogue One, Rise of Skywalker, Dude, Force Awakens. So Rogue One is so interesting because the first time I saw it, don't get me wrong, I liked it, but I wasn't blown away. Slowly yeah, compared same. to these I other agree. compared to these other two movies though, Rogue One has grown on me. Rogue it really One has. is extremely rewatchable. Because there's no expectations. So like it is but it's such a key pivotal point of the Star Wars story and they do it so well. And yeah. it's acted well, it's not cheesy. It's well, I mean there it's yeah. Star Wars it has its cheesy moments, but overall compared to the later movies? Yeah. 
Okay, so so here we go. We, we got to knock out two, or do we just want to knock out all three of these? Do, do we just want to hit these three out right here and then go on to the I mean, discussion? I'd be fine with that, but so where do we rank them? Honestly, so if I had to rank them, I would probably put The Force Awakens at eight, Rise of Skywalker at seven, and Rogue One at six. I think I, I, would, I would flip Rogue One and Rise of Skywalker. I would put... The Force Awakens at eight, Rogue One at seven, and Rise of Skywalker at six. Okay, I'm down with that. Okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Well, then there we go. That knocks out three. So we've got in sixth place the Rise of Skywalker. So the m- most recent one that just came out, uh, Rogue One in seventh place, Force Awakens in eighth, Phantom Menace in ninth, tenth, Attack of the Jedi. Wow, Attack, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Jedi. Attack <laughs> of the Jedi. <laughs> and eleventh was Last Jedi. But the Jedi are solo. peacekeepers, Reese. Um, They're not warriors. Yeah. Okay. Even well, though they are. Kind of. Yeah. You're right. Oak doke. So that <laughs> leaves us with uh, just five left. And these five are good. And yes. it, it is going to be hard. Now, I think there are a couple of tiers within these last five. I agree. And I think. And you're going to hate me for the next one that I'm going to nominate. What are you going to nominate? Star Wars. The original. See, I, I do disagree. I know you disagree. And I we've had this conversation before, Reese. <laughs> we I have. know exactly. We have. That's why I said I know you're going to hate it. So The reason is. Star Wars, okay, so yes, Star Wars has the nostalgia factor. It has so many groundbreaking moments. We've talked about all of this over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it was in our very first yes. episode. It, it won it top won movie top of all time. movie of all time. But when breaking down, <laughs> I know that sounds funny, that it can win top movie of all time, but at the same time, in its own, when you are just talking about Star Wars movies and the enjoyment of watching Star Wars movies, I just... I get tired of watching the original Star Wars. It's three scenes. Star Wait, Wars it's, is it's a, three it's a three scenes. Act play. And I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the fact that I've seen it so many times comparative to every other one of them that I get I get tired you of know, it I, a little I, bit. I but. do think that is part of it. I think there is it is it is such a good movie that it is overwatched. Yes, and don't get what I'm not saying. It is it is amazing. Don't get what you're not saying. Don't <laughs> whatever you want to say. It, uh, it is fantastic. Okay. I, I will I will concede that okay. amongst this list, it is not number one or number two or even number three. Well, okay. maybe not number three. But I don't believe The Revenge of the Sith can rank higher mm. than okay, the original so Star Wars. Okay, so here is, and I actually switch, like flip-flopped on this recently. I rewatched Revenge of the Sith. The amount of okay, so yes, there it's is action. Super, it's all action. Yes, so that's why there's super cringy <laughs> moments in it. But there's two saving graces that make Revenge of the Sith one of the best Star Wars movies. Part one, it is hands down the best action movie in the Star Wars universe. Well, yeah, just pure action, and you get so much lightsaber fighting. You get well, so many yeah. Clone Wars. It's just it is is unlike any of the other Star Wars movies in that aspect. You get General second, Grievous. Yes, and the characters are fantastic. The second piece, and the reason that the Revenge of the Sith is kind of up there, is it is a. So we talked about Rogue One being a pivotal point. Revenge of the Sith is the climax of the Star Wars story. 
It is w- what changes the tide and completely breaks down. Okay, so you watch the original movies and you don't really understand this. You know a little bit of the Star Wars background, but you go back into the prequel movies and you learn all of these stories. And especially after Revenge of the Sith comes out and once we start getting the Clone Wars series, once you're watching through the Clone Wars series, and you realize how much buildup there is just to see Anakin, the hero of the entire story, fall to the dark side to become the Sith. It's, it is just, when you go, when you think of it in terms of Star Wars was completely written, the entire story was written before the original Star Wars came out, and that is the movie that you finish with to cap it off. It's pretty cool. I'm done. (laughs) For the sake of time, I will let you have Star Wars be in fifth place and the Revenge of the Sith be in fourth place. All right, thanks. For For the sake of time, I'll let you do that. Just for the sake of time? Personally, yeah, just for the sake of time because I disagree. I I, I think... Well, then, give me me a quick 30-second reason why Star Wars should be over Revenge of the Sith other than it is extremely groundbreaking and all those things that we have already discussed. But why should that be removed from the conversation? It shouldn't why? be removed from the conversation. But you were trying but to remove it from the conversation. I'm just trying you to give trying other to say, key points. But you were you were removing the strongest points in favor of the Star Wars movie because you want to give Revenge of the Sith a chance to get above it. So I, I believe okay, Star Wars then, is a better movie. All right. I, I do. But I'll concede it. You, but you, I was trying to concede first. I know. I know. <laughs> it I but in good yeah. All right, are we doing put, that? Yes. Put put Revenge of the Sith at five and Star Wars at four. Are you okay with that? I'm okay with that because Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah. Just I I feel like as a movie, Revenge of the Sith does not get the credit of how good it is. It is a good movie. I will admit that, but I cannot in good conscience say it is a better movie than the original Star Wars. Okay, that's okay. Fine. So that I'm leaves with us that. with three left. What are these three? So the three left, we've got Empire Strikes Back, The Return of the Jedi, and The Mandalorian. Mm. So Reese, question (laughs) here. I know how it got this far for me, but how did The Mandalorian, the TV show that just came out and is completely, I mean, it has a, there is so much Star Wars lore. There is. But it is a completely different story than anything else on these, on this, on this list. How did that make it this far, and how is it going to make it at least one spot further? I don't think it goes one spot further. Mm. I, I I really do think it sticks here at third place, but the reason I think it does last this this far is uh, in, in in a large part due to Chapter 11 that came out last Friday. Dude, and when so good. We advanced the storyline so, so much. There weren't any spiders. And <laughs> Wait, can we, should, do we, have we given it long enough to give spoilers? Oh yeah, I, I, we, we've okay. definitely, it's, all right. a, the, true Star Wars fans have already watched it already. <laughs> uh, Disney uh, releases like its stock images and like synopses like on the Monday after the show comes out. So we've, we've got plenty of time. It's, it's Tuesday. So Dude. the, the, the most recent episode of Mandalorian is so good. There's just so much that happens that if you are not a Star Wars fan, you still appreciate and very much enjoy but if you are a Star Wars fan and you know the background, the intertwined details that happen underneath of all of these movies, so you've watched Clone Wars, you've watched Rebels, you've read books, there's so many fine details that define this episode that just makes it amazing. 
And so the you and know, it's just a great episode. It just the, period as a series. We're talking this as a series. As, yes, as, okay, a, series, as a series. Din Djarin as the Mandalorian, who's this lone gunman who finds the child and and has taken it un, taken this child under his wing to to be its protector and to find the Jedi and and that's his that's quest. But we learn so much about Mandalorians and you know Mandalorian lore and history and there's a lot of really cool and moments. And who doesn't love Baby Yoda? Who doesn't? The, the reason child. why. I would keep it at third place is because there's three, maybe four episodes that are just okay. Yes, but even those just okay episodes are still fantastic. Uh, like they're disagree, still great. Disagree. So here's here's why Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back should rank above. They're okay. Wait, hold on. I have a I have an argument for that though. Oh, okay. Okay, so you say there are sections of okay. So let's take it with as percentages here. So you've got the Mandalorian. We don't have time it is, to talk about percentages. Eleven part series on. at the moment. What two episodes are maybe fine? So you've got two elevenths of the series of of the piece that is just okay, but even still very good. You've got Return of the Jedi, which don't get me wrong, I love Return of the Jedi. But more than two elevenths of that movie is slow and not that awesome. It's not about being slow or not awesome. It's poor directing and poor writing. And and, and not that I want to say it's poor because most of the Mandalorian is very good. But there are Mandalorian is still trying to find its footing. Like the first season or first two oh, seasons of most. I think it's, it, it's defined exactly what it is. Uh, it's a it's, Western that has its own individual adventures and stories growing, in each chapter. It is growing into something incredible. And if, if we were to do this episode in two or three years, then we might have something different to talk about. But Tanner, I cannot, I cannot say that The Mandalorian is a better Star Wars movie than Return of the Jedi. Okay, then don't say it's a movie. Star Wars live action feature. <sighs> Tanner, we don't have a lot of time left in this I episode. know, and I'm not going to die down on this part. Well, cool. I really then do. it's going to go at third place, and we're going to have the discussion no, of Empire Strikes hey, Back no. and Return of the Jedi. That's what's going to happen Reese, here. Return of, okay, Return of the Jedi is great. I love Return of the Jedi, especially the throne room scene in Return of the Jedi is one of the, is maybe not. It's it an incredible top, scene. It is it's top good. two scenes in the entire Star Wars universe. The, the battle on Endor is great. The... The whole beginning with Jabba the Hutt is, it's kind of weird, but it gets fun, especially when you go over the uh, the pit of Sarlacc. 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 Excuse me. Um, So it gets good. But, uh, Reese, you can stop waving your hand at me. I'm not dying down on this. The Mandalorian is better than The Return of the Jedi. No. Yes. No, 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 no. It is better than Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. It's more enjoyable. No. That that is not. When we recorded this episode last time, Return of the Jedi was uh, in... We're not talking about last time. Nobody needs to know about last time. Well... You destroyed last time. That's your fault. Wow. Way to just <laughs> Shots fired. me. Sorry. I gotta use every excuse I I've can got. still mute your microphone. <laughs> I have that power. I uh, have that ability. And I am saying the Mandalorian cannot rank above the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I'm not here, saying here, no, it no, can no. rank above the Empire Strikes Back. I'm saying it can rank above Return of the Jedi. No, Tanner, let me tell you why. Okay. There is one, two prime characters in 
the Mandalorian. There is so much more going on in the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Tanner, I am telling you, both of these movies are better than the Mandalorian. There are more characters. There's more story development. Both of these had a substantially higher budget and a substantially broader scale of cinema. You cannot tell me that the Mandalorian is a better piece of cinema than the Empire Strikes Back or the Return of the Jedi. Better than the Empire Strikes Back. I haven't made that argument once, Reese. I'm saying it's better than Return of the Jedi. But fine. I'm not getting anywhere on this, so just put it in third. Okay. Okay, whatever. Which leads us to the last two movies. So you know my my thought process, because I think one of these movies should be in third. So you... So you think Empire Strikes Back is number one? 100%. There is not a question in my mind that The Empire Strikes Back is not the best Star Wars movie by a long shot. So why is Empire number one? There's so much to it. You have you have all the drama, all the action, all of the game-changing moments that you have interdispersed through all, all these other movies at different times. But you have all of that taking place in one movie, and it's done excellently. Now, you still have, you've got the cheesy Star Wars moments, the, no, it's not true. It's impossible. You've got that scene. And, I am your father. No, I, Which is funny because it's like one of the cheesiest moments in the entire Star Wars universe is also probably the most famous moment in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah. And so I, I watched a video of like a nine, 10 year old girl who was watching with her dad, watching the Star Wars movies. Like she'd never seen them and they started all the way through or they started in episode four and they were four or five. And uh, the dad was filming his little girl when Vader said, no, I am your father and her reaction was just great i loved it so you know as much as i would like to see the return of the jedi at at number one and and i uh, it it is really hard because return of the jedi is such a good movie it is the culmination it's a great movie it is the final and there's so much to this movie. maybe not as good as the mandalorian but it's a great movie luke has grown so much as, as a character and you know han is back but in the Empire Strikes Back, we get Hoth, we get Dagobah, we get Bespin, and there's just so much in. There's in so the, much that takes place, and it is the one movie. Well, maybe not the one movie. There's a couple movies in the Star Wars universe that are this way, but it was the first one, especially, to leave you just like. Well, yeah, it was a it was a cliffhanger. It was, it was one of the best you cliffhangers. Had no idea what was gonna happen yeah. next, and I will argue forever that this is the best sequel ever made. Oh, like hundred percent. You know, best sequel ever made. Not even close. All right. Tanner, you know, I think I agree with you. I think I think we'll make that number one. Uh man, I had such a hard time that with that one. Yeah. Well, I didn't feel like arguing with you because I got Mandalorian <laughs> out you, of top two. That in okay, to be completely fair, the return uh-huh. of the Jedi should probably be higher than wow. the Mandalorian. But wow. I, I, it's I just, like that's what least, I said. I just enjoy the Mandalorian. Well, yeah, so it's good. Much it's a right great now. piece of cinema. It is you know what? so much fun. Let's just end it with that. Tanner. <laughs> All right. What was surprising, other than Mandalorian not getting top place? What was surprising for you? Oh, we didn't. We didn't go through the list. We we got to go through. Okay, so first place uh, we got Empire Strikes Back. Second, Return of the Jedi. Third, Mandalorian. Fourth, Star Wars. Fifth, Revenge of the Sith. Sixth, Rise of Skywalker. Seventh, Rogue One. Force Awakens came in eighth place. Phantom Menace in ninth. Attack of the Clones in tenth. Last Jedi in eleventh. And Solo in twelfth. Woo. There we go. Now, Tanner, what was surprising <laughs> for you? Um, 
Honestly, this is a pretty good list. I'm not super surprised by a lot of things on here. I wanted the Mandalorian to be one spot higher, but I knew it was going to happen, so I'll just come to my acceptance. Um, you know, I was surprised by The Force Awakens in eighth place. Yeah. I I, I really thought that one, one maybe that maybe one might have up. gone. I think it is possible I might have flipped Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker. In I don't you, I'm telling you, I to me they are literally. I mean, they're, they're pretty close. One A and one B. Close. If <laughs> if if JJ uh, Abrams had been able to write all three, <laughs> don't even get me started. No, no, no. If if JJ had been able to write all three, and you know the first thirty minutes of the Rise of Skywalker was all of the plot of yes the the Last 100%. Jedi, then it. I think I think the Rise of Skywalker would have been the Honestly, best Star Wars if, movie. If JJ Abrams was able to do number two, I think The Last Jedi or whatever that film would have been titled may be one of the top three Star Wars movies on this list because but he, alas, it wasn't. he set himself up fantastically oh, yeah. you know, and Luke. it was destroyed. <laughs> I'm still salty. You know what? Oh, we we got to stop talking. All Thanks right. for listening to us today. That's the process of elimination. <laughs> and if you have questions or comments, or if you think Tanner is right and I was wrong about the Mandalorian, of send course. us an email. Let us know. Tweet baby us. Yoda rules. Uh, yeah, Baby Yoda is great, but you know we're looking at the same engine. Okay, see you guys. Bye. <laughs>